got all these tablets now. Yeah, you know, high tech. Freaking. Put that there so we can somewhere to put our beer, I guess. Oh, yeah, you got the little heat going. I did, yeah. The ambiance. Mm. The ambiance. One doesn't be sexy in there. What kind of beer you got? I got some of the Guinness Baltimore Blondes. You want to drink those instead because these taste like asshole? Yeah, yeah, grab one. Yeah, I'm going to have one of those. Uh, so Ooh, no. they're Irish, but not. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, they're Guinness. It's Irish. Yeah. But they're brewed in Baltimore, so. Well, that's a very Irish city. That is I true. Did, I didn't know that. Uh, I figured Boston and New York. Boston, yeah. New York. Butte, Montana. Butte, Montana, really? Irish as fuck. Really? Yes. Yeah. Chicago, it's huge Irish. But Butte is because of the, uh, they were cheap labor. Irish okay. people were cheap labor during the mining there. Yeah. So they stayed. That's, they have a huge, and I mean a fucking huge St. Patty's Day parade. Oh, okay. And party in Butte. It's like, it's top five in the country. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool because yeah, I was when I was looking at it about looking at the parades, like the one in New York is like the biggest. Yeah. And uh Chicago's probably two and Boston's probably three. Yeah. Yeah, they said the one in uh, New York, it's like three hundred thousand people show up to it or whatever. Yeah, the population of Butte like triples during theirs, it's fucking insane. Wow. And then like half of those people end up in jail. <laughs> the the jail population quadruples. It's fucking long. People from Butte like to fight anyway. There's just a bunch of assholes in Butte. It's because it's cold all the time, right? It is. It's People a cold. Just you know, it's weird. You, you go to Billings, and Billings, which is not like the nicest city in Montana. It's very, you know, it's yeah. okay. It's the biggest, but it ain't the nicest. Uh, like, people there are like normal people. If you go to Butte, you're going to get punched. <laughs> people there like to fight. Oh, wow. I don't know why. They just all have this. But Butte uh, is, for some reason... Like 20 to 30 degrees colder than the rest of the state most of the time. Wow. Is it like in a valley or something or just... It's just the asshole of the whole fucking state. It sucks all that cold air into it. It is. Uh, I, I think, if I remember right, it, it's like one of the largest Superfund sites too because it has the Berkeley oh. Pit. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if you've ever read about the Berkeley Pit. You should. I've heard about it, but I didn't know where it was at. It's, yeah, it's, it's like the deepest... Uh, man-made hole in the country or something yeah because they had one in utah for a while and i think it closed down or something like that and yeah well there's a guy who uh his his big fucking calling in life is to keep waterfowl from landing on the berkeley pit oh because I, they land on there and they all die uh, yeah i saw a, a documentary about that yeah they uh, like shoot at them with sniper rifles and try to hit next to them so that way they fly yeah. away yeah. yeah the berkeley pit it's a terrible it's pretty yeah because the water and that's in the bottom of it's toxic or whatever very, all the uh very arsenic and shit they use yeah it's all the... it's all leached from the mining yeah times there yeah it's bad it's a bad place that's crazy don't swim in the berkeley pit so yeah i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. now because i remember seeing about the birds about the yeah. the waterfowl thing yeah that's cool maybe that's why people are pissed off they just got a big toxic hole in there they have a big toxic hole in town <laughs> then they also have a beautiful statue called our lady of the rockies our lady of the rock beautiful statue really yeah it is it's up on the mountaintop. You see it from the town. You see it. So like the uh, like the big Jesus in Rio. You see it from. It is not quite that big, but it's big. It's big. <laughs> I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah. How big is Our Lady? The it's like, it's got to be like 50 feet tall. 50 feet. Nice. Beautiful. Our Lady of the Rockies Monument in Butte, Montana. It is a 90 foot tall statue built to the likeness of Mary, the mother of Jesus, that sits atop the Continental Divide overlooking Butte, Montana. That's pretty cool. 90 feet tall. That's a big ass it's statue. It's big, yeah. It is the fourth tallest statue in the United States after the birth of the New World, Statue of Liberty, and the Pegasus and Dragon. The base is 8,510 feet above sea level and 3,500 feet above the town. Wow. The statue sits on private land and is lit and visible at night. I did know that. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The, the, originally, uh, the statue was originally conceived by Butte resident Bob O'Bill. What a name. Bob O'Bill. In 1979, as a tribute to the Virgin Mary following the recovery of his wife from cancer, later the statue was additionally dedicated to all women, especially mothers. Huh. So there you go. There you go. Our Lady of the Rockies. That's cool. Yeah, see? That is a big statue. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. 
I'll have to throw a picture of that up there. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's the nicest thing I can say about Butte. Oh. About got this holiday beer. It's not finish. good, huh? I've had better. <laughs> it's okay, but huh. Yeah. Oh. Alright, you get rolling on this? So we get yeah, get going on uh on see. Irish stuff, so I well, I'll crack open one of these Guinness. So All right. Get on the theme of Ireland. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is another episode of Our Drunken History. Uh, you got our host here. I'm Travis. Zach. That's Zach. Oh, welcome to uh, our 2023 season. On this uh, show, we try to bring you some unfiltered, uncensored, and drunk history. <laughs> If you haven't already done so be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel that's where you're seeing this video at right now you can find us on social media on instagram facebook twitter tiktok and coming soon we'll be on patreon you can find the audio podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh amazon music and anywhere else you get your fine podcast where we're everywhere you can find us go check us out on the good pods app you can find us there and leave us a, a rating and a review and share it with your friends. If uh, any of your podcast uh, players allow you to leave a review, be sure and leave a review. Leave us a five-star. Leave a comment. Share it with your friends. That really helps out the al algorithm to uh, spread the, the show out and kind of make it available for more people to see. To make it easier, go to the link in our bio. It's our it's, uh, beacons.ai slash history to find all of our social medias our YouTube channel and all of our other links that we have on there to go check it out. So now grab a drink, pull up a chair, and let's dive into the tipsy side of history. Oh, we went off on a little tangent there, but thanks for joining us again. We're talking about St. Patrick's Day. We're wearing our green. We're wearing our green. It is. Got my uh, lucky shirt. I, I just I had a green shirt for Habo outdoors gear, there you go. but it's like the only green shirt I own. So I went and bought this on the way over here. I stopped at Walmart. I think I had that one, yeah. and I donated it. <laughs> that might be it. That might be it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stopped to get beer and grabbed me a green T-shirt. Yeah, I don't even know if I have a green shirt. Most people don't. Yeah, it's not a commonly purchased color of shirt. Yeah, especially until until about March fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. My my grandpa's birthday was on St. Patty's Day, so for my family, it was always a pretty big day just because oh, it, yeah. it was grandpa's birthday. So uh, he's since passed. We haven't celebrated that in quite a, quite a few years. Have but had uh, the, the birthday celebration. Or, yeah, it was always a really good time. Our door yeah. came open over here somewhere. Oh, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> no. Uh, did are is your family Irish at all? Well, yeah, a little bit. So we. Um, we did one of those DNA tests, my parents did, and uh, like 25% Irish, something like that, 20, 25%, I can't yeah. remember the exact figure. Uh, but yeah, most of our stuff comes from the British Isles. We've got a little bit of, I'm actually 1% Viking though, so I'm hanging on to that. Yeah, see, I was 33% Irish and like 64% Viking and the rest German. Not a bit of Native American, and fucking A, when I was growing up, we were all told we were Sioux. Yeah. Well, Lies. you know, the thing is, though, too, I found out some information with that, too, on some of those. Uh, they, uh, You still may be, because we have marriage records, and my, my mom is really big in the genealogy and went through a lot. She found marriage records where some of the men in our ancestry had married Native women. and uh, Yeah, but you didn't get any DNA? But the DNA... But this is what it is, is a lot of the tribes, the native tribes haven't released their DNA information to those. Oh, really? Those, so they don't have anything to base it off of. So these tests, they so say, It's a best guess. It's then. a best guess, yeah. Okay. And it's like, and it's, so come to find out too, so the DNA doesn't mean you are that, whatever it says you are. It means you came from people that were in that area. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The, and it's like a conglomeration of data that they've, and they said, well, most of the people from this area had this DNA. So yeah. this is where, but it yeah. could have been, I mean, you know, because people are moving around immigrating. Mm. Just like old uh, St. Patrick right here, he was uh, English. He wasn't even Irish. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. 
I didn't have a chance to go over much of this. Oh, yeah. Because uh, on St. Patty's this year, one of my very best friends is retiring from the United States Air Force. Yeah. And uh, I have been selected to be the master of ceremonies for his retirement. So I had to go buy a new suit Man. and then go take it to the tailor. And You couldn't squeeze in your old blues? Oh, I don't even know where they are. I think they're out in my barn. But no, fuck no, I couldn't uh, no, squeeze in them. Hell no. I, uh, I did try on a suit that I got, I don't know, seven years ago, eight years ago. And I got into that thing. Yeah. Just couldn't breathe or walk. No, I mean, it really wasn't, it didn't look terrible. I mean, it was a little tight. Yeah. It didn't look, it didn't look like absolutely terrible, but uh, it was... Yeah, it wasn't right for what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so we were up in Fayetteville doing that all day yesterday, and then uh, today I had to go do the Taylor thing, and so I really have not had an opportunity to go over a lot of this. So I'm going to be learning as much as you guys are, probably. We'll just wing it, go off on tangents. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. No, because I mean, there there's a lot of history with it. Um, there's a lot of mythology though too. So it's. So you got St. Patrick, he was, uh, he's the patron saint of, of Ireland now. So there's a lot of, a lot of the, the legends and stuff that we got or the information that we have actually came after he died and like several hundred years after he died, like some of the, like the green shamrocks and stuff. It's kind mm -hmm. of a legend of some of the ways he taught, but so, but going all the way back to that though. So start off yeah st patrick uh wasn't even uh irish he was an english kid when he started off and he was kidnapped and took to ireland as a slave okay yeah so uh he was uh sold to a, a, a druid like nobleman landowner or whatever mm -hmm. and he was a shepherd boy so like they he was tending this guy's flock of sheep as a slave for several years. Mm. And uh, so it talks about it. And so he became, he converted to Christianity. The thing that kind of the thing was uh, at the time he was, this is like in the 400s, like 450. Yeah, AD, I see like 3, 385 to 461 yeah. uh, is the traditional death date somewhere in there. So basically 80 years of maybe yeah so yeah this is in the right around the year 400 because he was a teenager when he got kidnapped okay um his parents and like the culture where he grew up from was christian and uh but he said he never really was a practicing parishioner or whatever i think his dad was a was a priest okay uh, but he never really got big into it well he got kidnapped Shipped to Ireland, been a slave, and uh, basically they just made him fend for himself. Like he had to catch whatever he ate. He they didn't really feed him or anything Jesus. like that. And so, like he said, uh, like he wrote a book and it's called his Confessions. And he wrote like this like memoirs basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said one day he was basically starving and he he uh, started praying and uh, then he was able to find food after that. And uh, so he really, he said, he kind of changed his mind about being a Christian or being faithful okay. and stuff. And so he said that kind of got him through the hard times or whatever. So he got more and more devout as as time went on. And then uh, then he comes and he said he uh, he heard a heard a voice in his sleep or he had a dream, told him to escape and go back to his homeland. So he. Uh, I think he said he walked like 200 miles to the, he like left in the middle of the night and walked to the closest seaport that he could find. Yeah. And, uh, got on a boat he and went back to ride. England. Yeah. Hopped a ride back to England. And it was actually like a raiding party. It was a bunch of other Irish, uh, I don't know. They were kind of like Vikings, but they weren't Vikings. They were yeah. Irish people. They, uh, he talked them into letting him ride with them. A bunch of Celts. A bunch, yeah. And uh, they got there, when the story goes, when they got there, they like landed in the middle of nowhere. There wasn't anything around for miles and miles. And they were walking, trying to find a place to 
pillage and plunder or whatever. And they were running out of food. And all these uh, mercenaries or whatever told him that he needed to pray to his God to help them out or whatever. And so he did. And then like the next day, or they said that that, that day or the next day, a herd of wild boars like walked out of from out of nowhere. They killed them and got killed them all. Them and ate them. Yeah, killed them and ate them. Yeah. So that so then the, this whole raiding party converted to Christianity because this because Saint Patrick's God brought them food. They said, and then so then he was like, "That's my mission. I'm going to start converting Irish to to Christianity." So my question in this is, yeah, why corned beef and hash? Why? Why is that? Why are we eating pork? That's true. Well, so traditionally, I guess Old Testament pork was deemed unclean or whatever. So I tell you what, if I was starving to death, yeah, and a fucking pig saved my life, I would celebrate that. <laughs> yeah, no that's longer, true. Yeah, no longer off the menu. Yeah. So like, which I don't know about the brisket though. I know, uh, I know, because beef has been a big thing in like. Um, Judaism, they, yeah, they but I, like, like but. you never see like I, 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 and maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, please correct me. You don't see a whole lot of pork Irish dishes. It's like corned beef. Yeah, it's a uh, fish and chips. It's you know, yeah, pa 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 pasties are. I think a lot of it is they didn't have a lot of beef there because I think their primary um, protein like was said, lamb, was right? lamb, sheep, yeah, yeah. sheep, and uh, and fish. So from the if it, I'll tell you what, if you really want to say, say celebrate St. Patty's Day, get yourself some pork. Yeah. Well, we always have a Christmas ham, so I mean it's true. That's the way it goes. Uh but yeah, so he went maybe he went back to England. Okay. Hooked back up with his family. Like they he said, Hey, I'm alive. He became a, a priest and then he decided to go back to Ireland and start converting people. So he, he moved back to Ireland. He moved back he moved he was a slave in Ireland. Yep. Moved back to England to move back to Ireland to convert people. To convert people. And he started his own church, his own mission church there in Ireland. And that's, okay. that's uh, there's the St. Patrick's Cathedral, and it's the cathedral he built there in Ireland in uh, huh. like the year 500 or whatever. Or whatever. Huh. And, uh, and it's still there, and it's got a big plaque out in front of it and all that. Where, but yeah, he, uh, so he, that was his, his goal. Was he, was he went over and started converting the pagans to uh to christianity that's cool so that's kind of the legend or the the story you hear the story about saint patrick who ran all this he, he got rid of all the snakes out of ireland yeah well when i was a kid i'll admit that when i was a kid i thought he literally ran there was he got rid of the snakes there was no snakes i thought that until just now yeah so evidently that's a metaphor and the snakes represent pagan pagan and, rituals and pagan beliefs and he got rid of the pagan so you beliefs. know my next question what's that does that mean there are snakes in ireland no there's not oh. uh there uh so the thing is and that's i think that's how it kind of got to be a legend though because there's not snakes in ireland they said uh during all the during the ice age it got so cold that it killed any kind of reptiles or snakes that were on the island they just never came back and now the water is too cold for any kind of snakes to re-immigrate back to Ireland, and uh, so now there's so there's there, I think some now have been inadvertent re in, inadvertently released. Yeah, but uh, no natural native snakes to Ireland. Huh. Well, cool. And actually, I'm not sure if there's even any in the British Isles altogether. I don't know. I don't know if the mainland of Britain has any snakes or not. But I know the whole. The island of Ireland, so it'd be Ireland and Northern Ireland, no snakes. Huh. I'm going to have to read into this now. Yeah. Snakes. Snakes. I fucking hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan. Yeah. So, yeah, so he got rid of the, the pagans, and that's where the, the getting rid of the snakes comes from. Okay. So, that's what they say, wearing the green. Yeah. So, he had this. So, this is one of those things that came after he died. So, he died. Like it was like what four eighty something like that or five eighty is when he died. Yeah, four sixty one. Four sixty one. Okay. Supposedly. So he died, but then they said like six hundred years later, 
people were you know telling his story and stuff and that's where they came up with the shamrock the green shamrock yeah and they said the story was is he would use the green shamrock because it's three leaves to depict like i read that yeah the three leaf clover is the the uh was it the it was the uh the the holy trinity yeah yeah Uh, father son holy ghost yeah what the fuck is the four leaf clover about then well, I think because the four leaf clover is something totally different from that, just because it's a, it's a oddity. Mm. Like most of the, shamrocks. have you ever found one? Yeah, I have found one, and it's like it's a really? rarity, and I think that's why they're considered lucky is because they're so rare. I've never. Found and it's one. like a defective clover though. I've looked for them my whole life. I've never found yeah. one. Yeah, you find them every once in a while. I got a whole yard of clover. <laughs> I found shit. But yeah, so that, that's <laughs> but so then the. Because people thought St. Patrick's Day and growing green was because the island is so green. Which it kind of is. I but, thought it was to honor the, the clover. Well, and it's what it started to be. They they and There's still even controversy about that, though, too. Because wearing the green hasn't been a thing up until, like, the 1700s. So it's like it's a really, 1,200 years. Yeah. yeah. But right. they say the green actually represented uh, later on... Uh, like in the 17, 1800s, represented uh, Irish independence. Because when Ireland was trying to fight for independence from England, mm-hmm. green was their national color. And that was like, and then the, the um, actually the green came from America, basically. They, oh, uh, really? People in America started wearing green in support of Irish independence. Hmm. And then it kind of stuck with St. Patrick's Day and wearing green and all kind of, mangled came, together came around together yeah okay that makes sense yeah so we're talking about uh lineage family yeah. history and stuff there's like 35 million americans with irish ancestry or irish lineage. so basically 10 percent of the population uh so there's more people in the united states that are irish than there are in ireland <laughs> yeah i didn't think about that yeah that's pretty cool yeah uh and and what brought that on they had the the potato famine in ireland in the 1800s yeah and had mass exodus yeah so that's why you had all the irish populations that moved into like we're talking about chicago and boston new york uh because they all came here to to try and look for for a better life yeah yeah and food yeah and food (laughs) so Huh. But yeah, and then we started wearing green to support Irish their independence. independence. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because actually the St. Patrick's Day celebration is a, is basically an American holiday. It's a which it's a, that's the thing though. It's it's celebrated all around the world. Yeah, I know. I know it's in like a bunch of different countries. It's actually the uh, the largest or the most uh, widely spread celebration in the world. It's bigger than Christmas. There's I don't. A, yeah, that's what that's what one of the sources I saw said. There's like I, I don't know if I believe that. it's like in more countries and more it's more recognized in some countries than that's than like Santa that's Claus. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. People like their green beer. <laughs> uh. So. Yeah, so that's kind of the history. So yeah, then when uh, he died on on March seventeenth, so that's when we started celebrating. Yeah, and but before then, up until like the eighteen hundreds, it was just like a, a remembrance day of him. Yeah, it was like a just a kind of a holiday, but it wasn't like the big giant celebration that it is. Yeah, now now where they dye the river green. Yeah, and, and then Americans had to come in there and just go overboard with it. <laughs> Anything worth doing is worth yeah, overdoing, yeah, right? We don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> for nothing yeah but uh so where do you think the first uh irish or um saint patty's day parade was boston close it was in new york okay and it was and and it was kind of a parade they're calling it a parade then they're giving this credit as the first parade it was a group of irish uh, soldiers that were in the British Army in the 1760s. So they were like, uh, uh, so they wore like green, like you had the red coats or whatever. Yeah. They had like green vests and stuff on underneath their 
uh, underneath their coats as like they're 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 Irish soldiers instead of regular British. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. But they like marched in a formation down the street on St. Patty's Day to the pub to celebrate St. Patty's Day. Good on them. And that was and they're deeming that the first. First parade. First St. Patty's Day parade. Right. It was like in New York in like the 1760s, right before the Revolutionary yeah. War kicked off. Yeah. That's cool. And then uh, and then I think they started doing it every year after that. And it's like the, the New York parade. And it's been stuck? The, yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I thought so. What's, what's your favorite uh, Irish drink? My favorite Irish drink. Well, when I get in the Guinness, I thought about getting the regular Guinness stout, yeah. but I know you said you, it wasn't quite your favorite, so I figured I'd try yeah, that. Yeah, I figured I'd, I'd try these. I never had these Baltimore Blonde. I was looking for, I don't think they make it anymore. Guinness had that Guinness lager. The Guinness, yeah. I don't think they make it It was anymore. a short run. I, I, did you ever try it? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It was like a stout, but it was crisp and bubbly like a yeah. regular beer. So, I'm a fan of the, uh, the Irish Car Bomb. The Irish Car Bomb. Now that's the. No, you don't say that in Ireland. I found out. Oh, they don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. <laughs> they don't. Like, they like the drink. They don't like the name. So is that the Jameson and Guinness, or is that? It's where you drop the Jameson and Guinness and slam it. Okay. Yeah. Because there's another one. It was. Uh, oh, I was thinking of a Boilermaker. That's. Uh, is that Bailey's and like a beer? Invented in Butte, Montana. Really? <laughs> yeah. The Boilermaker was invented in Butte, Montana. That's awesome. Yeah. True story. Yep. And then I like a good black and tan. I do too. Yeah. 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 So there, there was another thing when I was in England. Uh, they had this big thing about making black and tans with with bass ale. Okay. And the Irish was pissed off about it because, like, you can't make a black and tan with a British beer. It's got to be two Irish beers. So it's like it's got to be Guinness and, and Killian's or Guinness and... Uh, there's another, I can't remember the other one. Uh, I don't even know. There's, there's another Irish amber. It's got to be an Irish Smithix. Smithix, yeah. Smithix. So. Spelled Smithwix. Yeah. Pronounced Smithix. Yeah, like some of their scotch. Uh, their, the the Glenfiddich. It's, spe yeah. it's spelled Glenfiddich. Yeah. I said that once to a, oh, that's, I, that's Scotland though. But, but, uh, yeah. But, uh. But yeah, I was, I was talking about scotch to a Scottish guy one time, and I said Glenfiddich, and he's like, what, mate? <laughs> it's Glenfiddich, or Glenfiddich. Hmm. It's a K, not a like CH. <laughs> Say it right. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, what's your favorite marshmallow in Lucky Charms? Favorite marshmallow in Lucky Charms. See, when I was a kid growing up, we had like the... Uh, the knockoff Walmart brand Lucky Charms. So it Malta was meal. The Malta meal, yeah. <laughs> I think I had the Lucky Charms every once in a while. The, uh, I'm going to say the Rainbows. Rainbows, yeah. Mm, mm. That's I the like, one that stands out the most I in like my head. Horseshoes. The horseshoes. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the horseshoes. Yeah. Weren't they an add-on later on? Like, didn't they have like... Oh, fuck, I don't know. I'd have to pull that article up and read with the dates. I know originally there was like six marshmallows. It was like stars. You know where originally, so do you know where the idea for Lucky Charms came from? No. Whatever the guy's name was, the fucking General Mills guy. Yeah. He mixed Cheerios with those fucking circus peanuts. Really? <laughs> and that's, he was like, oh, this is all right. Huh. So the first run of Lucky Charms uh, was not sugared oats. It was just regular oats with marshmallows, and it did not sell well. Oh, okay. So, like, two years into this experiment, they decided to sugarcoat the oats, and it went fucking bananas. Well, and, like, the marshmallows, though, too. Like, the circus peanuts are, like, the squishy actual marshmallows. Yeah. With the marshmallows and Lucky Charms, is like, a different texture. They're like, like hot cocoa marshmallows. They're, like, the... They, I guess they're freeze-dried, maybe? I don't know. Probably. Because they have that crunchy texture yeah. with them yeah. instead of the uh, soft, gooey... Yeah, but, uh... Yeah, I would have to go horseshoes, personally. Horseshoes, yeah, because they had stars and moons and... Yeah, they had, uh... Now they got stars the of gold. And, stars and golden... Oh, fuck. Stars and purple horseshoes. Oh, didn't they have and, the... And red balloons. I can't remember the song. There was a whole song to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Did they have shamrocks? Yeah. Did they? 
Yeah, they had shamrocks. I can't remember. See, that's how little I ate it. Because I can't remember. Then they had unicorns for a while. Yeah, that was like one of the limited runs. Yeah, and they had... Uh, I almost bought a Lucky Charms box to sit out here, but I figure it might have been too stereotypical. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. You know, people would legit get in fights overseas on deployments for oh, yeah. remember those little they had the little individual little bowl of syrup? yeah yeah man you'd fight somebody to the death well because like they, they would get like a mixed box and it would be two or three good cereals and the rest would be like cheerios plain cheerios or something yeah or raisin kashi bread. fuck you kashi yeah that kashi cereal yeah that shit sucks now i remember like uh eating a bowl of sawdust with freaking when i was on it. when i was a kandahar the TCNs, which are third country nationals, which are usually people flown in from like the Philippines or fucking Rwanda or whatever. They're people that are trying to escape to a better life. God bless them. So they go to a war zone. So they go to a war zone because they're getting paid more than they make back home and they send the money back to their family. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's life in third world countries. But these these people run the chow halls. They run the, uh, usually the commissary, or not, but the BXs. Yeah. Over there, they do, do a lot of the service jobs. Shitter cleaners, uh, yeah. but the ones who ran at the chow hall, we took it upon ourselves to to collect money from everybody I worked with. Yeah, and we would go down there and pay them <laughs> to give us the right box of cereal that we wanted and fresh fucking fruit. Because getting, I'm telling you, on deployments there were times when I oh yeah. My, I would eat an apple and my body would thank me. Oh, yeah. Because it was like a month since I'd had fresh, fresh fruit. Yeah. Any, like, or or a, when they have like fresh vegetables, like you could have a salad every once in a while. Oh, man. God. It's like just having some fresh broccoli in your body. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> some it was, fiber. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. You're shitting like a wombat. <laughs> cubes coming out. Cubes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, but yeah, I, I, we collected all that fucking money and we paid those guys and they gave us the good box of cereal. Oh, heck yeah. And uh, we, we eventually we got caught after like months of doing this. Oh, but yeah. I think we gave them more money than they made from working at the chow hall. Oh, yeah, over. for sure. Yeah, but it was a, it was a win-win situation. We yeah. got the stuff that our bodies were meant to eat. Yeah. Like Lucky Charms and Bananas. <laughs> Lucky Charms and Bananas. <laughs> yeah, and then they got money to send home to, yeah. you know. I, I don't see a problem with it. I'm sure people, yeah, I'm sure they were got pissed. The military was pissed. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> work, you got, but see, that's the thing that people don't realize, too. And if, if you've been in the military, you know this, but you got to work out those behind-the-scenes drug oh, deals like that. Oh, a drug deal. Yeah, man, you, you, you do. You, and if you it's not bolted you. down, it'll walk off on you somewhere, too. <laughs> Tactical acquisition. Yeah. The, yeah. the strategic relocation. That's right. <laughs> Steal. Acronym story. That's right. Yeah. Uh. We uh we had a good time. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, whenever they'd have the the chicken cordon blue, they'd have that like once every two months or something yeah. like that, and it would be a fight in the chow hall getting Fuck in line yeah. for that. I remember Mongolian night in Iraq. <laughs> the line for the chow hall was like a fucking mile long. Yeah, I mean, legitimately. <laughs> oh man, it was worth it. Well, it's like if people that. It, it, that haven't seen them before. The so when I say chicken cordon bleu, I'm not saying like homemade. It's not restaurant quality. No. So you you've seen the ones you go to Walmart or the grocery store and you find those the frozen ones and they're like a brick shaped chicken piece of chicken with a chunk of ham stuff. Yeah, it's like the size of your fist. That is what they served and people went nuts yeah, for those. It was, it was yeah, it was <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that was a delicacy whenever they. Uh, whenever they'd serve those. Yeah. Now, I remember fucking just eating just shit over there for my, the worst was Kandahar and eating out of those Mermite containers. Oh yeah. You remember that? Yeah. And it was like the same stuff. It was like rice and then it's like dog food looking stuff. It was cute. Dude, I remember one time great. getting meat out of there and like the chunk of meat had taste buds on it. Oh yeah. And I was like, fuck my life. Like, yeah. eating. <laughs> and it, that was the thing. It's like, it was, it was like a. Like a red colored gravy, like a curry, or it was like a brown like gravy. It was, but it was cubed beef either way on top of rice. It was the worst. Yeah, every day, and that's why there was fights for the chicken cordon. That's believe. right. Yeah, or they would have the uh, there was something else they'd have every once in a while. That was, I can't remember what it was though. Now, oh, you know, I bitch about it because there was some shit food, but I went to Jordan. Yeah, Jordan was the best deployment fucking ever. Yeah. Because there was like a hundred people on base 
and we well it was it was part of a little Jordanian airbase yeah that we were at but there was like a hundred Americans you knew fucking everybody by name you know where their room was yeah everybody was like legitimately there to help everybody uh it was awesome yeah it was so cool they had a big ass grill out back of the fucking chow hall and every day was either steaks or burgers and they alternated and they did them on a fucking no shit grill yeah the food was great the guy who ran the chow hall spoke arabic so <laughs> the and he never told any of the guys who worked there oh. so like if they were doing shit to our food he would know about it but he wouldn't let them know that he knew about it oh shit it was badass oh heck yeah it was a great deployment um I don't know, what's the statute of limitation on uh, alcohol runs for overseas bases? Because <laughs> we had to go into Amman, Jordan, yeah, which is like a two-hour drive from this base X that we were at, yeah, and we would load up a Hilux with Jack Daniels. Oh, nice! And we what we had done was unzip the seat and cut out all the foam. Oh, nice! And then we would just stack Jack Daniels bottles in there and put the seat cover over it <laughs> and go back on base. Yeah. And we'd drive through the security checkpoint, and they would look at the vehicle, but yeah, they never yeah. unzip the seat covers. <laughs> oh man! So like we'd pull back in, and we had Jack Daniels for everybody. They're like, "Yeah, you're sloshing. What's that sloshing?" It was <laughs> fucking great, dude. We had it. We had it. That was oh. a great deployment. Oh man! Yeah. I, so you take took some notes from the from the drug cartels smuggling we contraband. We do what we had to do. Yeah, we would. Uh, When I was in, I was in uh, North Africa at another place once, and uh, that's what we do. We'd send an airplane. We had to send an airplane like to get maintenance or, or depot maintenance mm -hmm. somewhere, and uh, we would email the maintenance people ahead of time or send them a, a message say, "Hey, put something." And they would put something in the airplane, and and send it back. Yeah. And uh, like it's like, hey, we're out of. Out of Copenhagen, we need to get a roll of yeah, stuff or something. They'd, they'd throw it in there, or throw a bottle of Jack Daniels in there, and they yep. would stick it in the in one of the wing pylons and yep. tape it up in there. And dude, send we it back. we feared shit all over the time, or all over the place in fucking airplanes. Yeah, and we would just email someone on the other end like, "Hey, in this panel is this." Yeah, so they'd go out there and they <laughs> pop a panel and, okay, here's some Jack. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yep. Yep. It was fucking great. I ordered a pair. I, and the thing is that we did the contraband, but one time it was so hard getting stuff in to that base that I ordered a new pair of shoes once and I, and I needed to, cause my, like I'd gotten a new pair of boots and like the sole just fell off of one of them. It was, they were just shitty just, quality and it just fell apart. And uh, so like, I need a new pair of shoes and it took months to get mail into this place. But you can get stuff into Djibouti yeah. in a week. Yeah. So I emailed a guy there and it's like, I'm ordering a pair of shoes. I'm going to send it to you. And then you stick it on the next airplane that comes out here. Yeah. So I got a new pair of shoes and then he stuck it inside the airplane and it came back. And so I had a new pair of shoes in two weeks. So Fuck it would have yeah, taken man. two months. You got to do this. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. That's, that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The shit you do on deployments, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, a lot of that stuff going on and that's that's what makes uh i think that's what makes america great with our our ingenuity with that kind of stuff it's like we we figure out a way to make it happen yeah absolutely just give us the end goal what you want to happen and, and, we'll make and it, get the fuck out and of the way and don't ask questions yeah <laughs> that's right yeah i gotta take a leak beer break yep have you made it this far in the video yet and you haven't subscribed hit that subscribe button and follow us on youtube twitter TikTok, instagram and uh, coming soon on Patreon. Listen to podcasts on, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Be sure and leave a review. Give us a five-star rating and help that algorithm push our podcast out to other listeners. If you'd like to support the channel, maybe buy us a beer. Go check us out on, uh, on Cash App and PayPal. Look us up at Our Drunken History. Uh, you can find the link to that in our uh, link in bio as well. Now back to the show. Can't celebrate St. Patty's Day without a green beer. So, and if you're just wondering how the bars make the green beer, it's just food coloring. So, you just, a couple drops of food coloring. We'll split one beer. And our fancy beer glasses right here. 
That's right. That's a nice, lovely. That looks. That looks like Saint Patrick would enjoy. Yeah. All right. Hey. I did not divvy those up accordingly. <laughs> I didn't know how much those glasses would hold. <laughs> I don't, well, it's not often that I drink green beer out of a wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> There's a. I think this is my first too. <laughs> All right. There we go. There we go. So is there? Did we? We've pretty much talked about the history of like St. Patrick himself. Mm-hmm. Was there any other St. Patrick's Day stuff that we wanted to cover? I mean, really, we did. What yeah. I, I mean, we did drinking and we did corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, that's true. And well, so that's the thing too. And Lucky Charms. And Lucky Charms. Yeah. So the uh, the whole St. Patrick's Day celebration, we kind of touched on it earlier a little bit though, but it was mainly. Americans started that the whole the big rigmarole that it is well, now. I mean, not not to brag, but we start most of the best things. We make stuff better. We, we do. <laughs> we fuck shit up, but we do make stuff better. Too. I know we have a lot of uh, we have several listeners from the UK. <laughs> Guys, hey, thank you for your uh, patronage. <laughs> uh, enjoy the holiday that we helped you build. <laughs> <laughs> we helped you build. Some, some nice green beer right here. Tastes the same. It's, I mean, it looks it looks like a fucking healthy shake though. It does. So yeah, I'll you know what the, I'm gonna do? It's some green juice. So Keisha likes to do those kale milkshakes. Yeah, you know, once in a while she gets. We're not the healthiest couple as far <laughs> as like diet goes. Like, yeah, and I'm not gonna say like we don't eat like bad food. Like we're not like, you know. Yeah, we're not we're not a couple of fatties, but uh. Like, she gets on these health kicks once in a blue. Yeah. Where she wants to do, like, smoothies with kale. And kale tastes like fucking butthole. Yeah. But she, she likes to do those things. And then she... The, the shit she makes look like this. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is when she makes those kale things, I'm going to go in the bedroom and be like, oh, I'm drinking mine too. Like, yeah. Dump that shit in the toilet and drink some yeah, green beer. Man. I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking my green... My kale juice. That's right. Healthiest shit I had all day. That's healthy stuff right there. I like it. <laughs> I'm fucking doing it. Heck yeah, yeah. I think I think all couples kind of go through that though too. Because you guys we'll, do that. We'll, we'll do that every once in a while. We're like eat. Help. We'll do really good for like a week or two. And they're like, man, I'm ready for some biscuits and gravy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Or a nice bacon cheeseburger, and then we always fall off the rails. That's, our big thing is like we're we're busy. Yeah. We're we we lead a pretty busy life. Oh yeah. So and. As Trav knows, you know, we work 12-hour shifts, and Trav doesn't even live where he works. Yeah. So for him, I'm sure, when on your off days is when you catch up on, like, catch up life on things that most yeah. normal couples do on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to do this, 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 this week. Well, for most couples, you got seven days to do that. We have three or four. Yeah. So your schedule is jam-packed with shit on your off days from work. Yeah, especially when you got the normal, like, around-the-house chores stuff, but then you got... Kids activities and stuff you got to go to and all that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. So, and it sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. A lot of times, like, we're out, you know, in town until yeah later on at night. And it's like, fuck, let's just go get something to eat. Because, yeah. you know, now we got to go home. Then we got to cook. Then we got to do dishes and all this yeah. shit. And it's like, you know, it's more expensive and it's also less healthy to eat out. But we do it. That's, that's what we, like, we'll try to meal prep every once in a while and we do good with it some but but yeah it's they've made it so easy just to like hey i'm just gonna go grab a burger or go grab a taco or something and, and yeah and well and we don't tend like, to eat fast food like we don't go through like mcdonald's taco yeah. bell and whatever the fuck else like we'll go we'll go to hooters go to hooters <laughs> yeah <laughs> or whatever well actually that hooters actually has some healthy stuff on the menu they got salads on the menu don't they but, don't, you, but don't, you don't get salads. I don't you get, know. You get the wings, right? I don't know if they do. They, they may. <laughs> they may. I can't say they don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get some spicy garlic wings. Oh. Yeah. No, we uh, yeah, we go on these kicks where we eat healthy for a few days, but I'm a red meat guy. Oh, yeah. Like, I love steak. Uh, I love beef. I'm not, a, I don't care for chicken. It's, yeah. uh, it's okay. Like, I'll eat it yeah. once it, in a blue, but I eat way 
way the fuck more beef. Yeah. Eat, you know. Which yeah, we eat a lot of which it's probably in equal thirds. We eat chicken, beef and, and deer is our three so we eat more it's, beef and deer than anything, but then we end up eating a lot of chicken though too. Because the kids, the kids are like chicken. It's a good like neutral meat that you can kind of just make it flavor. I'm going to be perfectly honest. With you. I don't know the last time I ate chicken. Really? No, I can't think of it. Yeah, we. I can tell you, I ate beef today. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> we, shoot, we eat. Yeah, we probably eat chicken at least two or three days a week. I eat deer. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I eat beef yesterday <laughs> i ate beef the day yeah yeah, yeah if we you're were, a cow wash the fuck out yeah we were actually talking about putting uh getting another beef for the freezer this year too so that's one good thing about living in a in a rural area you can uh poach your neighbor's cow yeah just go out there and just <laughs> do a drive-by and then just drag right. them out now now there's a lot of farmers always looking yeah. to sell sides of yeah. beef and you can get you fill your freezer up for the, the guy just across the fence over here has a bunch of bunch of cattle that we just go knock on the door yeah yeah and uh you can fill your freezer up with a with a half beef and it's usually it'll cost you less than what you get at the store oh way less but it's better quality you know where that animal was raised you know how it was raised yeah so you actually know where your food's coming from yeah and that, that's a big thing do you like do you like lamb i do i do i don't i don't care for it really no i like just about any kind of Red meat though, like lamb. Lamb's like it's not. It's like gray meat. Gray meat. <laughs> <laughs> gray morally, <Yes>. maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of like it. I've had it one time where it was okay. Uh, I like lamb. I like goat. It's good. Uh, I've had dude. So I'm biased on the goat thing. Yeah. I've eaten goat once, and I ate it in uh, Qatar. Yeah. At like a traditional meal. Oh, okay. Where everybody ate with their hands. Oh, okay. Yeah. And people were just diving in with their fucking dirty ass fingernails yeah, into the skewer. Yeah, man, it was these old Arabic guys fucking just yeah. diving in, and I was like, I participated, but I can't say that I enjoyed the whole situation. Yeah. So I don't know that That's I don't like goat. I don't like the idea of goat. Yeah. Yeah, I had it uh, when I was in Ethiopia. We had goat a lot there. It was, and they had uh, sheep. What they called it. It wasn't lamb. It was full grown. Yeah. Sheep. Yeah, but. Uh, a lot of their their uh, dishes that they served were were goat or sheep. And they were really good though. They had they usually spice it up with a lot of good spices and peppers and yeah. So it was like, like like I said, like I can't say that I don't like it. I just don't like the idea. Yeah. Of it because the one time I ate it was like in a fucking semicircle of <laughs> yeah, just dirty hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was gross. It's like that. Why is that guy using his left hand? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I went. I was like, oh, everybody's oh, no. using their right until later. Like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, the left hand is the wiping hand. Oh, man. And they have that sponge that they carry around with them. Oh. Disgusting. That's differences in culture, though. I, I once saw a gentleman. What is that? It's our timer. Oh. We got to switch memory cards. Okay. But yeah, some of those, some of those cultures with their traditions. Yeah, I, I once watched a guy take a shit in the middle of a runway on a base uh, <laughs> somewhere that we shouldn't have been. Yeah. <laughs> but I watched a gentleman take a shit in the middle of the runway and then douche his butthole with a bottle of water <laughs> and, his, and his left hand. Oh, man. Then chuck the bottle off to the side of the runway and then go over and yell at a bunch of guys who were working and slap one with oh. his poop hand. Slapped with a poop hand and wiped he on did. his back. He slapped, he slapped him in the face with the poop hand. Oh, no. And I was like, Ugh, no. Like, <laughs> oh, man. That's not clean. But that was in a... Uh, it was in Afghanistan. I'll go that far. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It was in Afghanistan, but it yeah. was not in a place that we were known yeah. to operate in. Afghanistan. Oh man, it was a bad time. That's oh yeah. He slapped that guy right in the fucking face. Oh, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's the worst diss I ever. Chris Rock got nothing on that guy. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh man, yeah. Man. That, that Will Smith slap was a rookie slap. That was. Did, a, have you seen the Netflix special from Chris Rock? <laughs> no, not yet. It's fucking good. Oh, I, I heard it was. It I is funny it. as shit. 
I Man. watched it. Uh, we watched it yesterday. Yeah, I think Will Smith was all pissed off about it, saying that he needs to let it go and that he was uh, trying to make a. He's just trying to profit off of it now, and it's like uh, hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you slapped the guy in the face, like, but for I, no real reason. Yeah, like, you know the thing. I used to really like Will Smith, but he seems like he's kind of went off the deep Chris, end. Chris Rock used to like him too. Yeah, <laughs> he did. See, we're that's not friends he, anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Like we were friends. Like, yeah, we got along. I didn't, you know, this, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith yeah. has a show or whatever called yeah. The Table or The Red Table or yeah. whatever. I get, and I haven't seen it. I've never watched the show. But I guess she had Will Smith on there and was like asking him, like, I was sucking his dick. How did it make you feel? Holy shit. Like, what do you say to that? Yeah, what? Yeah, so it's like, maybe that's what's put him over the edge. Like, he's just went nuts because of the emasculation from his wife. <laughs> I mean that's pretty fucking bold. Yeah. To do, man. In anyway, like, yeah, well, you don't have a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. Like yeah. I would like, I would walk off set and yeah. and like that would be the best reaction that I could come up with. Yeah. Because the, the, everything else has to do with murder. Yeah. The least violent <laughs> reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like that's too much. Anyway. Yeah. I mean. Hopefully that didn't stain your glass. I don't fucking care. <laughs> You're from like the dollar store, bro. These are not. Trust me, Keisha did not let me bring our fancy wine glasses out to the shed. We got fancy ones. Oh yeah. I built a wine rack in there. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And it's lovely. It's lovely. And it has wine. It has, it has good wine. And they're good real wine crystal. Glass. Oh nice. Yeah, they're lovely. So we're not gonna allow to use those. Maybe on Christmas. Maybe on Christmas. Or St. Patty's. St. Patty's. I don't know. But we won't be putting green shit in there, I promise. Here, I'll stick our bottle back right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, we really didn't... We covered St. Patty's for about seven minutes. It was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think that's kind of how it goes, though. You, you get, like, on St. Patty's Day, you're out... Celebrating, drinking, and you go off on these tangents and talk about whatever. Yeah. You know where I had more Irish car bombs than I, in my life than I have everywhere else combined? Korea. Korea. Yeah. I've heard the stories. Now, that's one place I'd never, I mean, I never made it to Korea. If you want to hear stories, I got Korea stories. <laughs> God damn, I got Korea stories. We'll have to come up with a uh, Korea special of some kind. We'll have to do a... Uh, Something about Korea. We should do the mud festival. A mud festival. It's like a giant mud wrestling match on the beach. Really? In Korea. Huh. And it gets out of fucking control. Okay. Then we can do Korea stories with that, yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh that sounds like a that sounds fun. It's a it was I never got to go. So is so is that is that like an American festival, like from the or is it no? Is it no? Korean? It's a Korean festival. Really, I didn't know if it was like on base or something. No, no, no. It's <laughs> down on the beach. Oh man, it's in uh, uh, Busan. Okay. Yeah, I had a really good time in Korea. It was it was. So the only reason I went actually, uh, my friend Kramer, the guy who's getting ready to retire. Yeah. Uh, he was the one who talked me into. Well, one of a couple guys who talked me into going to Korea. He was there already uh he had gotten non-voluntary orders and got pulled to korea and i was looking for a way to get out of the base i was in yeah and uh he was like come to korea because it's a guarantee if you put in you're guaranteed to get it like yeah. it's yeah because i've heard of people changing their their uh dream sheet to korea and like a week later getting orders yeah like, like you're going yeah <laughs> um but it was a way to get out and then get a, basically you get the follow on of your choice. You may not get, like I got my second pick. Yeah. But, uh, you, you get your follow on, you get, you put five bases down as, as a, yeah. you follow on and they try to get you there. Uh, if the Manning works out. So I, I, uh, I went to Korea with a follow on for Las Vegas mm -hmm. and, uh, I did not want to go to Korea because you basically spend the year doing fucking exercises where you're rocking gas masks. Yep. Uh, you're, you're playing war. It's a lot of work. Um, it's the most hours I ever spent at work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was also with an incredible group of people that 
are, you know, some lifelong friends. And it's one of those things where, like, work sucked, but you fucking played hard. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that is all we did over there was party. Most of the people, you know, everybody I worked with uh, either was not, uh, either they were single or their family was in the States. Yeah. So there's no. Yeah. That's, I that's, mean, yeah. But it's how it was. You know, there's nobody to go home to. So yeah, exactly. you go party with your friends yeah. to get through the year. Yeah, I've heard uh, everybody I've talked to has some wild stories. It ended up being the best year of my life. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I've heard it's like the, the best, worst year or whatever, that, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But it was rough. It was so much work. Like, it was a nightmare work-wise. Yeah. But it was so much fun. So. Yeah. That'd be good. If you're if you're in the uh, the military and you have an opportunity to go to Korea, embrace it. It's going to suck at times. You're going to work your butt off, but you are going to have memories that will last. That's what I don't know. Uh, I think the Marines have a base there too, but they, I, but uh, I know the Army has a base there. They have and, a bunch, and uh, so I've heard a few of the Army stories. I don't know how how well they compare to the Air Force stories, but. I'll tell you, <laughs> I, I punched more Marines in the face there. <laughs> we got in fights all the time with yeah. the motherfuckers. And Marines, I, fighting with Marines, I can't, I can't believe that. <laughs> you know, it's funny because like Monday through Friday, like you guys, you know, you were friends. You saw each other on base. You yeah. said hi. Yeah. But then like Friday night, Saturday, it was like, you son of a bitch. And then you'd be downtown and you'd punch each Been other in the face. all week for this. But then Monday morning, it was like. Hey, buddy. Hey, how are you? You know, you were friends. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was, no, it was cool. It was a good time. We, we beat the shit out of each other. Uh, yeah. I got in a lot of bar fights in Korea. Well, it's like, uh, you're talking about, it's like the brotherhood, though, too. It's like, you know, we can pick on each other, but you can't let an outsider pick on pick on your Yeah. Your oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If so. someone would have hit them, I would have fucking kicked their ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we had, a, we had a really tight group of friends but we you know you embraced everybody over there yeah. we, had a, we had a really good time heck yeah so i saw some wild shit over there <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else you got you know i think uh i think we covered most of it if you guys have any suggestions or uh you're wanting to if we got something wrong be sure and leave us a comment yeah we like corrections yeah they say uh, they said to drive uh, viewership and drive comments. You're supposed to put in like something wrong every once in a while. So that way people correct you in comments. So that way it <laughs> drives the algorithm. But any mistakes that were made were actually purely accidental on this because yeah, we did. <laughs> we I fuck up all the time, not on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Our last our episode last week of uh, Valentine's Day Massacre been one of our best performing episodes so far so i think people were ready to to for us to get they back were chomping at the they bit were chomping at the bit yeah so oh, we're well, good i didn't know it's yeah. been really good this week uh had tons of listens on it so that's cool so we hope you guys enjoy this episode yeah, yeah uh we really would like some advice on what you guys want to hear that's the biggest thing is like we are coming up with this stuff on our own for yeah. the most part we have had a couple of suggestions yeah uh, which have been great, by the way. Uh, you know, we, we've had some yeah. really, really fun suggestions. Um, but I, w I would like more. So feed us, guys. Yeah, actually, go to go to Spotify. If you bring up the, our podcast on Spotify, there should be a poll there that you should be able to. Actually, it's on the Valentine's Day episode. There's a poll for you to take about what episode you want us to do next. And uh, right now, it's uh, NASCAR and Moonshine and... Um, the Aztecs and tequila are tied oh, right now. Fuck. So. Oh, fuck. No, no, Don't pick tequila. You guys are going to get me kicked out of my fucking house if you pick tequila. We'll just drink margaritas. Man, I'll tell you what. I've drank tequila one time since I moved into this house. And me and Keisha had the biggest fight fucking ever. I threw up next to the fire pit. It was a bad... I'm not good on Cuervo, guys. Well, oh, yeah. We'll, have to, we'll get some good tequila. We'll get some... Some uh, some Patron or some... Uh, it's still going to be bad. It's still going to be bad. Uh, 
so yeah, I go. wish you were going to Total Archery Challenge with me. Wait, so what I want to do, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Total Archery Challenge. It's a, uh, it's a archery competition per se, but it's basically you against yourself. You do keep score, but yeah, it's, it's just you against you. It's like golf; you play against yourself, but everybody compares in the end. Uh, this year, I'm going by myself. Because it was kind of a late notice thing. Uh, I didn't yeah. know if I was going to be able to go or not. And then I did have the day to do it. But I wasn't sure I wanted to. Because flying solo. Yeah. Keisha's going to go. But she's not shooting. Uh, next year, Trav. I would like you and I to both take vacation. Yeah. And go down to Broken Bow. And do an Airbnb. And stay for like four or five days. And we will get a few other people to shoot. We'll put a team together and yeah, go. Yeah, that'd be good. We'll record it for all of you guys. So yeah, help yeah help us out. Uh, it'll be a good time. We'll film a couple of podcasts down there in the Airbnb. I want to rent like a four bedroom, five bedroom cabin. Yeah, down there because they're, they're, it's a big turnout from sponsors and, and guests and stuff they have there. Yeah, maybe we can find somebody good to be on the podcast. Well, my week. my goal this year is to meet John Dudley. Which, okay. I don't know if you guys know who John Dudley is. He is uh, the owner of Knock On Archery. Uh, yeah. He's a like a three-time world champion archer. Okay. And he would be more, except they moved the world championships to the middle of fucking elk season, and he said, rather hunt elk. Yeah. Which. Heck yeah. yeah. Got, got principles. <laughs> I mean, that's why we have bows and arrows. It's like you, most of your archery people are hunters, and so why would you have a competition during the middle of hunting season? I know. But, see, he designed my bow. Right here, I shoot a knock-on NTN 33. Uh, and I'm going to I'm gonna try and get Dudley to sign it. Oh, there you go. But I'm also going to just try and bullshit with him and, and get him to check out our podcast. There you go. Heck and yeah. then, beyond that, next year, I would like to get him on it. Heck yeah. Because he's totally cool with doing appearances. I don't know that he would, like, make the trek out to our yeah. Airbnb. But at the fucking event. Yeah, well, maybe we can do some interviews or something there at the event or something, you know. Dude. Which is why you got to take vacation for it next yeah. year. Yeah. So, if that's anyway, something you guys want to see, it let is. us know. Yeah. It is. You all want to see that. Heck yeah. That'd be fun. It's awesome. Yeah, because that's what would be really good is to be able to take go on the road and do a few things like that. That'd be nice. Yeah. And I've been shooting. I bought a new, uh, I got a new site, and it should allow me to shoot out to about 120 yards. That's a long ways for, with a bow. Um, I'm dropping dimes at 90 right now. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, but I got, the thing is I got about three weeks to prepare for this and some of it's spent in North Carolina, so. Oh yeah. Gotta get my shots down. Get your shots in. Yeah. Every day. I haven't been. I've been slack. <laughs> but anyway, uh, next year, that'll yeah. be Total Archery Challenge. We'll do a couple podcasts from there. Yeah, so it'll be the next year at the same time. It'll be in April, right? Uh, should be the end of March. Yeah. End of March. I'm sh so I'm shooting on Friday, yeah. the 31st, but it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday shoot. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. Uh, but we'll have someone come out. We'll, we'll take like a week each. Yeah. And just tell Jeff, hey, you got to fly somebody out. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. Uh, so maybe, maybe next year the podcast be doing even better than it. Has been this last year, yeah. and uh, we'll get us a get us a team together and go out there. Sponsored jerseys, yeah, our drunken history jerseys. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'll rock that shit. Oh, that's another thing we need to look for, though. Too maybe maybe a listener out there can help us with this. We need somebody to design us a custom logo. Our logo that we have right now is this one we found online. Oh yeah, if, uh, if, if any of you are graphic designers, yeah, and uh, feel like being nice to us i'm thinking we want to see like some people of history like uh historical figures sitting around a table drinking beer that'd be kind of a cool looking logo. i'm cool yeah that sounds great yeah i did get a i did get a sponsorship oh yeah kind of kind of the meat processing place gave me a free shirt nice <laughs> You're you're a professional now. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I got a shirt for. I it. had brought enough deer in that they were like, "Here's a shirt." Well, nice. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys shoot a deer, take it to Rice Custom Processing. And <laughs> you got to wear it on the show, Rudy, Rudy Arkansas. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> in 
And if you have uh, animals that you want to get mounted, <laughs> Roman sage taxidermy. <laughs> Rudy, Arkansas. There you go. Oh man. So got it. Hey, we need, I need a shirt now for that. Though. I'll go get you one. I will fucking go get you one. Yeah, we'll wear them on a on a podcast episode. All right. I'll give Keisha got one just for being there with me. That's awesome. Oh well, guys, we hope you hope you like this episode. Uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Follow us on. Uh, all of our other social medias, we got them on the list right there. Just search for them right there. Yeah, right there under Rufus. <laughs> and uh, Century Old Deer. Make sure you leave a comment. Leave a five-star review if you can. Go to our Facebook page and leave us a review there if you can. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. And uh, as always, don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Have a plan. Be safe. Don't make dumb decisions that will impact the rest of your life. That's right. Uh, Uber. Uber. Lyft. All the above? Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled out early. <laughs>